Stone Update Radio is brought to you by Hard Surface Report, your best source for U.S. import data. Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. Parts of the world are still shut down as the coronavirus rages, but that doesn't mean there isn't business to be done. The China Shaman International Stone Fair is going online early next month. The world's largest hard surfaces event will debut June 6th as the Cloud Shaman Stone Fair. The B2B-oriented online platform will consist mainly of two sections, online exploring and featured events. Online exploring will offer 24-7 product displays, new product releases, and an information exchange to enable negotiations and networking. Featured events will make available industry experts from famous architects and designers to experienced company owners and manufacturers who will share their ideas online. More than 2,000 manufacturers from 57 countries and regions are slated to participate in the online event. The digital exhibit space is available only to exhibitors set for the physical show, which was initially set for this past March but is now scheduled for October 27th through 30th at the Shaman International Conference and Exhibition Center. And if you can't make the late October event, the Cloud Shaman Stone Fair will run throughout the year and is expected to become a regular event in 2021. The Shaman Stone Fair isn't the only industry event still wrestling with the coronavirus. Sursai, the international tile trade event, typically held in conjunction with Marmomac in late September, has announced it will be delayed until November in light of COVID-19 and related delays in building a new exhibit space. Bologna Fieri, which hosts the Sursai event, has been hindered in its latest expansion by the suspension of all construction work in Italy as that country shut down to contain the coronavirus. An addition to Hall 37 will increase exhibit space there by more than 12%. Now set for November 9th through 13th, Sursai 2020 will be the 38th edition of the event. Last year's show drew more than 112,000 attendees and almost 900 exhibitors. Need proof that business is still going on? It's as close as Norcross, Georgia-based Perlman Group, where Scott McClendon, an experienced executive in the B2B realm, has been named CEO. McClendon also joins Perlman's board of directors, replacing outgoing CEO Dan Davidenko. McClendon joins the Perlman Group with more than 30 years of experience as a senior executive with engineered products and specialty industrial distribution companies. McClendon stated he's honored and excited to lead Perlman, while Clay Hunter, Perlman board chairman and managing director of the Stevens Group, describes the new CEO as having a combination of skills and depth of experience that's hard to find. Perlman distributes products for hard surface fabrication through its primary brands, Grand Quartz, Regent, Granite City Tool, and Pearl Abrasive. Perlman's Grand Quartz division serves more than 8,000 fabricators, tile installers, and concrete and monument professionals. Pearl Abrasive is a leading developer and provider of abrasives and cutting tools to more than 5,000 distributor customers in construction and industrial end markets. One company that isn't letting the coronavirus slow down its production is natural quartz manufacturer Cambria. The Lesur, Minnesota-based company recalled some of its workers at the end of April. However, those returning to Cambria's plants in Lesur and Belle Plaine, Minnesota, have found some new additions to the production floor. 
On entering, they're guided along black drapes and theater stanchions through an overhead thermal body scanner that's checking for elevated temperatures, a possible sign of COVID-19 infection. In addition, two health workers are standing by with touchless forehead thermometers and finger oxygenators, both of which are used to detect symptoms of the disease. Before reopening its doors, production lines were also separated on the factory floor. And all 650 workers signed a pledge promising to stay home if they feel sick. Even so, Cambria has furloughed 400 workers and is running factories at 40% capacity. CEO Marty Davis told the Minneapolis Star Tribune that with the virus, demand has fallen off for everyone. He doesn't expect business to fully return to pre-COVID-19 levels until people feel safe and society fully reopens with smart precautions. For now, Cambria is keeping its showroom shut and is doing design consultations online. And a pair of industry companies are doing their bit to help protect nurses, doctors, and first responders, as well as the general public during the COVID pandemic. Romeoville, Illinois-based Laser Products Industries is sourcing a shield design for N95 masks that can be printed on the same vinyl plotters used to print templates for countertop fabrication. The vinyl shields fit over the masks and protect from particulates. They can also be disinfected and reused. LPI has printed and donated hundreds of these shields, which cost approximately 11 cents each, and is willing to make the digital file for them available to download by any company with a vinyl plotter who wants to make an impact in their own community. Go to the LPI Facebook page for the pattern. Meanwhile, Artisan Group has announced its members are manufacturing intubation shields for emergency room medical professionals. Orders are being coordinated by the Artisan Group member closest to the facility needing the shields, which are shipped flat and assembled on site. A GoFundMe page has been set up to help offset production costs. Finally, if you're looking for something to read that's pre-coronavirus, you might call up the latest issue of Stone Update magazine at magazine.stonemag.com and check out the story of the Scarlatta family and Atlantic Granite and Marble in Rochester, New York. Italian immigrant Salvatore Sam Scarlatta founded the business 34 years ago, and it remains in the family, although possibly in a way he couldn't imagine starting out. Today, Atlantic Granite is under the direction of his daughter, Kathy Franks, and daughter-in-law, Kathy Scarlatta. What that female influence means to the company is perhaps a little more consideration of the employees when it comes to taking time off for family matters and more concern for homeowners. Franks guarantees that customers' homes are left neat and clean at the end of a job. One of the changes from her father's time, Franks says, is the company does much more residential work than it did before he passed away in 2014. Although the company is automated and recently purchased a new CNC machine, it still takes the time for hand-finishing each piece and to cultivate the relationships that have kept customers coming back for more than three decades. Still, Frank says much of what the company does today is simply carrying Sam Scarlatta's legacy forward. This is um, a family business, and we're all very emotionally tied to this company. Um, we, we just want to continue my father's legacy and hopefully make him proud. Again, you can read more about the Scarlattas and Atlantic Granite and Marble at magazine.stonemag.com. Keep up with all the industry news through our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet. 
and check the notes on this episode's webpage for links to everything in this broadcast. I'm Kay Shipper for Radio Stone Update, and we'll see you here again soon.